Welcome to Say So by Take Heart, the podcast for sowing encouragement and inspiration. I'm your host, Tammy Hart, and today we'll be talking about me. Who am I and why did I start this podcast? Get your bobbins ready. Let's sew. My name is Tammy Hart. I literally just turned 40 and I've been married for almost 22 years. It'll be 22 years in July to my husband, Christopher, who is a minister and a wonderful, loving person and a wonderful father. And I have three absolutely amazing daughters who are 17, 19, and 20. They are into art and dogs and dinosaurs and all kinds of really neat things. And I am so excited to see them grow up and get their lives started. It's a really cool thing. We have five dogs. I have a great Dane. My husband has a pit bull. We just recently got a golden retriever. And my youngest daughter, Chloe, she has a collie. And my middle daughter, Lydia, she has a blue healer mix. My oldest daughter doesn't live at home anymore, but she has two Australian shepherds. So even with her dogs, we've got seven dogs. We also have a cat who is a calico. She is so sweet. Her name is Peaches. And we have a hedgehog. I know that's a lot of animals, but we love them all. We live in the outskirts of Jasper, Alabama, which is about an hour northwest of Birmingham, Alabama. Back in 2005, I got started in web development and design, and this is a longer story that we could have some other time. But it's just grown and grown into a nice career for me. I freelanced for about seven years. I worked for a few agencies. And then I decided to get into product work doing software engineering. And now I work for Planning Center, who uh, makes, uh, we make a church management software. Things like planning out your services and wrangling volunteers and editing events and having signups and check-ins for your children's ministries and different things like that. Um, it's really cool company and I love my job, but I have plenty of hobbies. For instance, I have been crocheting and knitting since I was a little girl, just like I've been sewing since I was a little girl. And I am very avid into all the yarny arts. Well, maybe not weaving yet (laughs) and definitely not spinning yet, (laughs) but I'm never going to say no to the idea of getting into everything about yarn. But I love to sew the most. Why? Because the other hobbies I have take so long. And it's great because you get to spend your time on it. You get to really pour your love into it. And and I like to think about the people I'm making it for and pray for them and really think about how they're going to use the item I'm making and just take my time on it. And it's great. 
But sometimes you just want that satisfaction of finishing something. And to do that, (laughs) that's when I reach for my sewing machine. Because all I have to do, cut out a few pieces, whip them up into a bag or a wallet, and ta-da, I have a finished product that I can march around the house showing to everyone in my family what I've just created and get everybody's feedback and excitement and then get to turn around and share it with the world on social media and on my shop. It's wonderful. I love that feeling. Like I said, my mom taught me how to sew when I was a little girl. Um, I was in the Girl Scouts. I was a brownie uh, for an entire year of my life. (laughs) Not very long. Um, But while I was in the brownies, my mother and I decided that we wanted to earn lots of badges. And my troop just wasn't doing a lot of the work that we enjoyed. So we took it upon ourselves to get the printouts. This was way back when, before the internet (laughs) was prolific. Um, And we printed out how to get a sewing badge. And so together, my mom and I, we picked out some fabric, which I remember the fabric was like a white background with black and blue splashes of paint. (laughs) And I made a vest and some shorts. And I feel like maybe one more thing, but I can't remember exactly, but maybe a hair bow or something. And mom helped me. We picked out the pattern and we cut out the pieces and we put it together. And so we put it together and I had to do a few buttonholes on the vest and I had to do elastic for the shorts. And it was a really great learning experience and it stuck with me. I didn't really pick up sewing at that time. I didn't really like start sewing from there from then on like some people do. It was just kind of a craft and a skill that just kind of sat in the back of my mind. And then I had daughters and my mother-in-law who only had sons. <laughs> she loved having granddaughters. She still does. And she always wanted to make sure that they were the girliest girls and had the frilliest frills. And so uh, together we would go to the sewing store, you know, Hancock back then, and we would buy fabric and we would um, spend so much time looking at different patterns and different designs and finding just the right one. And, and we would make clothes. Well, I would make the clothes. She would finance the clothes. Um, and we would make outfits for the girls. We did this a few times and it was a wonderful experience and I loved it. And I'll show some pictures in the show notes of the girls wearing their Easter dresses, which is the last time I made outfits for them. I don't remember the year, but they were probably about five, six, and seven, something like that. And then I went a long time without sewing until recently. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, Eliana, she's 20 years old now, but a few years ago, she said, I want to make my own uh, costume for Comic-Con. And so we went to Joanne and we picked out patterns that would help us get a general idea of the style of the character she was trying to be. 
And then we picked out fabric. <laughs> it's really funny because when we got home and we were looking at the fabrics, we realized that one of the fabrics we picked, we chose it based on what we saw on the bolt. And then we realized when we got home that the, what was on the outside of the bolt was the wrong side of the fabric. <laughs> and the inside of the bolt was the right side of the fabric. Um, which meant we had like a brushed suede type <laughs> fabric. Um, but we liked the stretchy outside of it. <laughs> or wrong side of it, put it that way. And so we wound up using the fabric that way anyways. And... You know, it didn't, you couldn't tell. It was great. It was a wonderful outcome. And so we made her costume and I helped her. And um, she did some sewing, I think. And I did some sewing. And then she decided uh, that she wanted to make scrunchies and pillowcases and, you know, pillows. And um, that was just, she decided that she wanted to start sewing too. And that was wonderful because that means it was just another generation of seamstresses coming from my side of the family. So about a year ago, a little more then, I decided that Eliana needed a really cool bag to carry her laptop in because she had a laptop and she was just hugging it to her chest and hoping for the best. <laughs> and so I decided that I wanted to make sure she had a bag. So I went to Etsy and I thought I'll get something cool and handmade. And I just wasn't finding anything that was the right size that was, you know, her style Eliana has a really nice, neat cottagecore, edgy mix style. It's um, hard to put your finger on it, but she's really cool. And Etsy, I thought would be the perfect place to find something. So I searched and searched and searched and I wasn't happy with anything I was finding. So it dawned on me, why don't I make it? I decided to take matters into my own hands. So staying on Etsy, I found a pattern. A pattern that I knew that I could adjust a little bit so that it would fit her laptop. And then I bought a sewing machine <laughs> and the notions and came home and I made a bag. It took me a very long time because I hadn't sewn in a, in a long time and I didn't have a really great sewing area. So I was bending over my dining room table and it was killing my back. And after I got the pieces cut out, I put it together and it took me um, some <laughs> precious time to figure out how to use the machine and figure out how to, um, you know, solve some problems as they came up. And that's one of the things I want to talk about during this podcast is, you know, what do you do when your machine hangs up on you? How do you uh, troubleshoot these different kinds of problems? Things like that. I didn't really have a lot of guidance. I was by myself. Mom was far away in a different state. I was figuring things out myself. Well, here I am to help you along, hopefully, with the little experience that I have so that you don't run into the same issues that I did without any guidance. Then maybe you'll ha you won't hit a dead end like I did sometimes. Not soon after I started making the bags, which I was making in for other people as well, I got invited to a craft show and I thought, well, I can do that. And so I started to sew more and more. I built up my inventory, like lots of bags and purses 
And Eliana got in on it and she was making pillows and scrunchies and different things. And we got to the show and it was a two day show. And we sat there for two days and probably sold five things. And most of it was scrunchies. So we barely made our vendor fee back. It was a soul sucking experience. (laughs) Because I had it in my mind that everybody was going to love what I had made. And everybody was going to want to take something home. Well, I still haven't figured out the secret to selling at events like that. Because we had another poor experience at another event. But then I decided I would start beefing up my online presence. And I got on social media. And I got my website up. And different things like that. Then I decided I would go local to a store. To a resale store called Vintage Trading Posts. And they have different types of vendors in there that rent booths from them. And I rented a booth and I painted this walls and I decorated it all out and set up all my inventory and it looked so, so cool. And then I sold hardly anything. For two months, I sold exactly zero things. And then when I put everything on sale because I was moving out, I sold a couple more things and we're still in the process of getting moved out of there. That'll be at the end of this month. But it was a, it was a great experience. I loved the women at Vintage Trading Post. They were so sweet, so helpful, loved being there. Didn't work. I just don't think my clientele was there. So I started saying, where is my clientele? And someone suggested I go to a little store called Tin Cup. It's more of a boutique store. It has a lot of homemade things, shirts, purses, cups, uh, decor, things like that. And I'm going to be moving in there um, in the coming weeks. So I'm really excited. I have a friend that I've had for a while and he's a marketing guru. And he said, Tammy, start a podcast. I said, I don't know how. (laughs) But, you know, we have Google for that. And so here I am. I felt like it would be a great idea to try to build a community. And also, I plan on publishing my patterns soon. And so it would be a good way to share those and explain those and get those out to the um, world. And also, I'm really hoping I can make some friends. Other podcasters, people I can interview, people that listen and write in. I am so excited to be here. And I think that this is going to be a fun experience and I hope that you'll join me in my journey. That's it for today. Join me next time where I'll talk about bags and purses and how they are constructed. Be sure to subscribe and find me online at saysopodcast.com where I post show notes and have links to my social media and shop. So long.